Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harridge here with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. Uh, welcome back from a long three-day weekend, Memorial Day weekend. And again, uh, thank you to all that uh, served and, uh, and certainly all those that have uh, given their life uh, for love of country. And, but again, hope everyone had a good long weekend. And, uh, you know, we, we opened up this morning, just come out of the gate hard, fast. Uh, futures were sharply higher. We wound up about 300 points higher in the Dow within just a few minutes of being open. And then all the uh, the wind got uh, uh, let out of the balloon. And before you finish, uh, lower NASDAQ, slightly higher everywhere else. We'll cover that more in just a moment. First, I want to tell you, boy, these internals today. I normally don't start here, but I got to start with these internals because when you see a NASDAQ down 12 points, SP of 100 down 2 points, Dow Jones up 44, that's essentially a flat day. But man, you wouldn't know if these internals. I'm going to start here today. I don't know that I've ever seen internals this strong with the market this flat across the board. So in our uh, advanced decline, NYSE was a two and a half to one positive. Again, SP 500 was down two points. Volume on uh, NYSE was 83% up volume day to day. That's fairly rare error. It's uh, not enough to get us a, what's called a breath thrust. Uh, but 83%, if we get back-to-back days of 80% plus NYC volume, it's very, it's, it's, a, it's a huge buy signal. Matter of fact, we had, we, had to, we, we had the same kind of strength last week, just not back-to-back days. And then NASDAQ, again, NASDAQ down 12 points, but still, uh, advanced decline, 2-to-1 two, two positive. Up, up volume was 71% positive on NASDAQ. So again, these are very strong internals. And then this one just continues to blow us away. New 52-week highs to lows today came in at 720 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 42 hitting new 52-week lows. That's a combo of NYSE and NASDAQ. Again, 720 to just 42. I mean, these are, these, these are, these are like stupid strong internals. What does that tell us with a market that's flat? Probably that the rest of the week is going to be different. Probably that the rest of the week is going to be better. Matter of fact, I put high odds on that because you just don't see these kind of internals in a market that wants to go lower. You just typically do not see that. Uh, but again, Dow Jones today up 45 points, closing at 34575 less than 1% away from all-time highs there. Same thing, SP 500 uh, down two points at 4202 kind of stuck there right at 4200 on SP 500 NASDAQ today down 12 points at 13,736. And finally, Russell 2000 really has been our strongest uh, index three of the last four days. Up again, 1% today, 1.1%. Nice, nice move today in Russell 2000. And that's really a very good sign for the the U.S. economy, of course, as well. 70% plus of all stocks in Russell 2000 are domestic companies. So very good sign for the U.S. economy. Odd today to see the VIX, the fear index today, up almost 7%. Again, with the internals as strong, it's a little odd. Uh, rates were a bit higher today. The 10-year up to 1.61%. I say high. It's just uh, I, I think people have short memories because, you know, during our best, we talk about this often here, but I think it deserves to be talked about often. Best bull market we ever had, 1995 to 2000. NASDAQ rose 575%. 
115% a year uh, on average. That's not compounded. It's an average return per year. Uh, that's how you get to 575 over five years. Uh, but uh, what's stunning about that is that during the entirety of that five years, the 10-year average yield was higher than 5%. The average. Uh, in, in 2000, about three months before the NASDAQ topped out, the 10-year was 6.5%. So here we have a 1.6% 10-year, but for some reason, people are nervous about higher rates. It does not compute, doesn't compute whatsoever. Do not buy into the fear-mongering over higher rates. I, I'll be honest with you, 10-year could be at 2%. 10-year right now could be at 2.5%. It just wouldn't matter. It just really wouldn't matter. This market's going a lot higher. It's driven by liquidity. It's driven by corporate earnings. And, of course, it's driven by, um, well, this is that bull market. We're in year two of a new bull market driven, driven by a lot of things, including sentiment, which continues to be way too bearish for a market that's essentially sitting at all-time highs. We also had a lot of all-time highs today, speaking of all-time highs. Uh, global markets really on fire. India, all-time high. Germany's DAX, all-time high. The French... Uh, 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 the French Cacaron was at all-time high. The stocks 50 and the stock 600, both hitting all-time highs. These are European broad, broad market indices like the, like the S&P 500, but throughout Europe. The stock 600, all-time high today. Stocks 50, all-time high today. Uh, again, what we've seen, what we're seeing in Europe is really the same thing we've seen here. Uh, PMIs, global PMIs, purchasing managing, purchaser managing indexes, which are a leading economic indicator, hitting all-time highs. And that just tells you that the businesses are humming and manufacturing is zooming. And that tells you what they're expecting. The, the demand remains incredibly, incredibly strong. We also had all-time highs here in the U.S. as well. We had uh, uh, both of the uh, financial ETS, the BKX, the bank index and the XLF, uh, the financial sector ETF, both at all-time highs today, as did XLRE, which is the real estate uh, uh, ETF at an all-time high. No surprise there. I just saw today home prices were up 9% last month. Home prices were up 9% last month. What? Uh, it's, uh, it, it is extraordinary. Of course, it's all driven by Fed funny money, uh, but the fact is it is happening. And yes, we've got inflation. Yes, we have to deal with it. Yeah, probably most of it's going to be transitory. But how do you beat inflation? You out-invest it. And you've got to be in the markets to do that. And uh, we think there are certain sectors as well that you really have to be in uh, to beat these markets. Now, we saw it today. Uh, uh, energy, uh, uh, energy stocks are up big today on back of oil. Uh, let's, let's talk about that. Commodity watch today. Gold today opened strong, finished flat, finished down $3 an ounce, just above 1900 at 1901 an ounce. Silver today down six cents an ounce at twenty seven ninety four. Love that chart here. Uh, copper, <clears throat> excuse me, down two cents a pound at four sixty five a pound. If you join us, you know we love copper here. And oil today up a big dollar sixty two a barrel. It's about two and a half percent. Nice moving oil today at sixty seven ninety three. We remain very bullish in oil as well. And finally, I think one of the one of the issues this market has really is is, is the best risk on risk off indicator has been Bitcoin. Bitcoin is trading exactly where it was when we left on Friday, 30, just over 36,000. Uh, it's been incredibly stagnant. Now, the old saying is, never short a dull tape. We'll see if that applies to Bitcoin as well, but it is below its 200-day uh, moving average, which is just over 40,000 for Bitcoin. And again, the only reason we're concerned about weakness in Bitcoin is it has been 
our leading indicator for equities. For the better part of four years, it leads equities both on the upside and the downside. So we want to see Bitcoin get legs again and get going, get back over its 200-day. That, that just gives us another buy signal. We'll take all the buy signals that we can get. Folks, as always, we appreciate you joining us. Oh, uh, yeah, you know what? We'll wrap it today. Always appreciate you joining us. Come join us full-time at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again uh, tomorrow after the close.